What's good? It's another episode of Two Tones. It's me, Tony Timberlake 3. You can you follow me on Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. Uh, you can follow the show at Two Tones Podcast on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Two Two Tones. That's the number two, T-W-O-T-O-N-E-S. My co-host Do that. Is Do here. that. What's happening, What's good? G? Yo, what's up, man? What's up, everybody? Obviously, I'm Tony Lee, T-O-N-Y-L-W-E underscore. Catch me on Twitter. And, um, yeah, follow the show. Like Tony said, follow the Instagram. Um, yeah, man. And we appreciate all your interactions with the show daily. Um, shout out to our faithful listeners. And um, we're here, man. Back here. Another week. Two Tones Thursday. We've been doing Thursdays a lot. Um, but, yeah, yeah, that's just how we do it. Just it's seems to t- work out that way. Yeah, it's either Tuesdays or Thursdays for us. You're going to get on either day. If you don't get on Tuesday, you're going to get on Thursday. If you don't get on Thursday, you're going to get on Tuesday. So, we're here. Another Two Tones Thursday. And if you don't get either, just listen to an old episode. Pass it Word. on. <laughs> Some weeks you ain't going to get none, my nigga. It's just, it's just how it is, right? But, um, yeah, you know, yeah, man. You said Life what? happens sometimes. I just said yeah. life happens sometimes. Yeah, man. We all got busy lives. Um, quote, unquote, we be fake busy sometimes. And sometimes but, it, just, it just ain't something, ain't nothing we want to talk about sometimes. So. Yeah. Right, right. We ain't gonna waste y'all time talking about nothing we don't want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, man. And um, talking about talking about um, this is a Wednesday night we're recording the show, right? So um, historic night, historic night for the NBA. Um, we got Steph Curry and the Warriors, right? Going for history, yes. and we got Kobe Bryant's last game. Very Working historic, historically. Yeah, man. Um, before we get to both of those independently. I want to know, mm-hmm. like, your take, and this is for a question for the listeners also, like, as a fan of the NBA and sports itself, if you had a choice to go to one game tonight, which would it be? And I heard this question posed um, on different uh, forums early in the day, and I want to know your take on it. Like, if you had a chance to see Kobe's last game mm-hmm. or go and see the Warriors make history, because they're going to beat the Grizzlies tonight. They're going to win. Like, they're going to get the record. I, I just know that, right? They're home. They barely lose at home. They rested four days. Like, come on. So, yeah. you, Tony, you have a ticket right. to... Yeah, let me know. So, I'm, I'm a Kobe Bryant fan. We know I that. Haven't always, I haven't always been that, but I've, I've learned to appreciate Kobe Bryant's tenacity, greatness, drive. Mm-hmm. Um, I would want to, in my heart, watch this guy go out because I feel like he's going to He's going to go out the best shape of his class. Mm. Because KG going out whenever he decides, whether it's this year or if he's going to stick around for another year, which I hope he doesn't. Mm-hmm. But KG right now, had even not even right now, the last two and a half years has not been, you know, anywhere close to a good player. Right. He's just Kevin Garnett and you don't. Minnesota can't do Kevin Garnett dirty. They already did. Um, so they can't afford to do it again. So they have to let him stay as long as he wants, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, Tim Duncan, he's not... He's still good, no doubt. Right, still but he's not Tim Duncan. player. Yeah, But yeah. he was never an exciting player like that. And he also is supported by a good team. So Very good there team. was no, there's no need for him to try to max out and play 35 minutes. He can mm-hmm. play 20 minutes a night and be cool, and they'll still win freaking 70 games like they're doing this year. Right. Um, 
Okay, with all that, that said, like yeah, what? Where was? <laughs> where would you rather be, my nigga? Game. I'm going to the Warriors game, and here's why. How many times will we get a chance to see somebody break this record? This might be the last time. It might and be. If they break it, it's going to be even that much harder to break it for anybody else coming up after them. To lose single digits over 82 games, how is that going to be possible? How? Yeah. How, Sway? How? Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't think we're going to see nothing like this our lifetime like or anything 10, close. Like, it's, and as preposterous as this sounds, being 72 and 10 and 73 and 9, that seems like it's going to be a whole different world of pressure to try to break. Not mm. that this isn't already pressure filled, but at this point, they're already going to tie it. So a lot of the pressure is now released from yeah. them. Because at, at worst, they're going to be 72 and 10 and they'll be tied for the record. So they'll mm-hmm. already be in the history books. Now it's like, do you want. Do you want to claim this spot as your own? And if you get, if they get seventy three wins tonight, man, yeah, yeah, they're going Plus, to get seventy three wins. And, and, like, and also, this it's more likely that Steph will go off for a big night than Kobe. So, yeah, yeah, I think it all boils down to a personal, like a sentimental choice. If you love Kobe, you're a Kobe fan, and that's like your favorite player ever, whatever. He's arguably top five, arguably mm-hmm. he could be arguably greatest to some people. I wouldn't be mad at the argument, but. It boils down to who in your heart. You really love Kobe. You're a diehard fan. You're going to be there. You love the Warriors and Steph, or you just don't like Kobe, you're going to be over there. So I think it boils down to that. I'll I'll say this. Had this been Allen Iverson's last game, I'd be at AI's last game. Right. So that's what I'm saying. That's your personal choice. that's because AI was my dude from day one. Kobe, I grew to like. If Kobe was my man like that from day one, if 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 I grew up in L.A., I would be at the Laker game. True. I mean, no it boils down. To, it's personal preference, man. Listen, me, uh, I might do the Kobe game. Uh, I might because it's you know it's his last game. We said we might not see history again like this, but when we might not see players like Kobe. Ever, Kobe's like a last of a dying breed, right? The past generation. Of course, you got your Lebrons, yeah. KDs, and your Stephs coming up, but there's only a handful Definitely. of players of that great of that criteria you're going to see ever play. True. And Kobe's in a handful True. of players, so just like you might it's not see Kobe, that, Mike. Magic, yeah, like you ain't gonna see Dr. them like that. J, like a LeBron, iconic figures, arguably, like yeah, you know what I mean. So it's it weighs the same to me. So I would see Kobe going out. I can catch the Warriors game on TV. Like they're, they're gonna beat the record. Like I know they're gonna beat it. Like so, I, I really don't. It'll be. And I'll say this: how many how many players are gonna play twenty years in the league? Yeah, man, and do like, what he did. I think right now is obviously KG Kobe. I want to say Kareem played twenty plus years, and like I, Kevin Willis. I don't think yeah. I don't think there's too many others that played twenty or more years. Yeah, that's and I don't himself, know, man. and I don't know that LeBron will last to make twenty years. LeBron is at what thirteen? Yeah, this shout is out to the thirteen for him. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah. shout out to the sirens. Shout out to the sirens. Sponsor the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Police reliable and sponsor. sirens are sponsors of the show. Um, but nah, like, I don't think LeBron's going to last to make 20 years. Yeah, me either. Um, and I think as, as, as well as he's done to avoid injury, he's slowing up already. Yeah, he's at the end of his prime. LeBron's but not in the... Yeah, he's in his prime. Kobe and not, has slowed up over the last three years. But right. up until then... Kobe was still a top 10 player in the league. Top yeah. 5, arguably. 
Yeah, the durability is nuts, man. But yeah. Either way, it's a great night for the NBA. Historic night, man. Congrats to the Warriors because they're def. This is a Wednesday, like I said, we're recording this. When it's Thursday, they definitely get the record. Kobe, shout out to him. <laughs> um, shout out to Kobe, one of the greatest players ever. Um, and right. I, was- I want to know, man. Give me two of your favorite Kobe moments in his career. Two. Yeah, two. Just two. All right. Um, probably the shot against Portland. To close mm. them out. I forget what year that was in the playoffs, but Ruben Patterson was talking about he the Kobe stopper or whatever. Right. And now that ain't happened. <laughs> so he got bombed on. Um, True. So that's one. What would be my second one? Um, Probably the dunk on Dwight Howard. Mm, that's what I was going to say too. Yeah, that dunk on Dwight Howard. Also, hilarious. the one on Steve Nash, even though because Nash is a point guard, it kind of get overlooked, but mm-hmm. that was disrespectful too. Like, <laughs> yeah, Kobe, Kobe definitely had his moments, man. He, Kobe, that nigga, man. Like, so I, I'd say for me, the eighty-one point game. Like, mm-hmm. I think I witnessed that too, um, live, not live, like at the uh, game, but like literally from my uh, third heaven, from my living room. Um, that game, <laughs> <laughs> the eighty-one point game, and I want to yeah. say the Dwight, the dunk on Dwight. I would say his rap career, um, but that's really not, you know, just for the buffoonery Yo. of it. Like, I, I will say this. I'm glad that I got a chance to check Kobe out in person. I got to watch him. Uh, it was that. I want to say it was 2012. Really? They, dope, so, dope. so they were still, yeah, they were still good. Um, they had Bynum, Gasol, Lamar. Everybody was still there. And they came to Philly because I was living up in Jersey at the time. Still. So I went to the game. Um, and Kobe bombed for like 20 points in the first quarter. I was like, go ahead and do it. Do something ill. Because we weren't good. We weren't expecting to do nothing. So. Yeah, you're still, you're still not good. I mean, it's like... I know, fam. Listen. But, um... Listen. Yeah, I Listen. Wait, wait, wait. Hold shout on. Out, sh- Tr- shout out to... Sh- Serious question. Do y'all have the Warriors record backwards? Like, are y'all like 9 <laughs> and 73? Like, uh, <laughs> no, are y'all the no, Warriors we backwards? Got ten, we got 10 wins. You got 10. Okay, because I know the Warriors, like, they're going to be 73 now. Y'all like 9 and 73? Are y'all making history, too, on the same night? Like... I just wanted to know. No, right, cool. no, we're not that bad. We are Y'all ten are and seventy-one. We're ten and seventy-one, and we play Chicago tonight. Oh, ten and seventy-one. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Y'all almost listen. Y'all could be top with uh, if the Warriors lose, yeah. which they're not. If the Warriors lose and we lose, which is probable, and the Warriors lose, which is not probable, then we'd have the reverse record. But man, the reverse Warriors. Wow. Okay, good. But um, but yeah, man. Shout out to Kobe. Two four number eight times three twenty four. You know what I mean? Her Kendrick Word. and TDE. They Let all me in ask the building. Yeah. Eight or twenty four. Which one did you? Which jersey do you prefer? Uh, man, wow. Uh, twenty four. That's the like, that's the redeem Kobe. Like, <laughs> Word. <laughs> I feel like on the low they're two different players. They are. And That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Athletically, Kobe still had some athleticism at wearing 24, but it wasn't the raw athleticism that he had with number eight. Number right. eight was I'm dunking on you. You're not telling me no. Yeah. Yeah. And he got three chicks was with like, eight. Not 24 was like yeah. I'm about to just school you with footwork. And skill, like in the mental game, yeah, even, yeah. Like I'm not even just going out. I'm not going to out athlete you. I'm not going to out jump you. I'm not going to outrun you, even though I can, for parts of it. It's like mm-hmm. I'm gonna just show you where the skill at. I'm gonna show you where my footwork's at. I'm gonna get whatever shot I want, 
whether it's a good shot or a bad shot, because I think a lot of the bad shots he takes are ones that he wants to take. Right. <laughs> Just yeah. watching him, you can see, like, there are so many times that you see him actually make the pass that you right. know he knows he can make the pass, but he's like, why? Kobe shoots for, like, teams in his face. My favorite photo is, like, the Bulls photo. Like, yes, with Noah and, and all, all of them. five of them around him. Yes. All of them in Kobe's face. He's still shooting, and his teammates are open. Like, that's classic and Kobe. And Paul like, under the rim, like, right here. He's like, what? Kobe would shoot with hands and trees in his face and still make it at times. Like, it's like, sometimes right. he won't, but then he'll make it at times. But shout out to Kobe, man. One of the greatest. Number 24, man. The game going to be lit tonight. Yo, um, did you see the Nike basketball ad that they put out today? No, I heard of it. I heard it was reminiscent of Jordan's. Oh, that joke was hilarious. Like, everybody was, you know, he's at a game, he hits the game winner, and the fans are like, boo, you suck. So then right. they start singing a song about how they hate Kobe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they had a Celtics fan stand up, a Kings fan stood up. Wow. Then Paul Pierce. No, first they had uh, Phil Pierce. Jackson playing the organ with Jeannie Buss there, and they're like, you're leaving, and people hate you. And then Paul Pierce is like, my hate was growing strong. And then freaking Rasheed Wallace pops up. Like, Rasheed, everybody, ball spot. basically, every, basically everybody, yeah, he had the fro, which means you know he had the ball spot. The white ball but, spot. <laughs> like, everybody that he basically stopped from getting a Western Conference championship was represented. Wow. Kobe stopped a lot of chips, man. Kobe and Shaq early on, but then Kobe and company Duh. later on. Yeah. He... Oh, and let me share this. I love all of the like end of career reminiscent pieces that are coming out on Kobe. Yeah. But there's yeah. one on the Players Tribune website where they talk to Horace Grant, Devin George, uh, I want to say uh, Ron Harper, and somebody else, and they're talking about like their favorite Kobe stories, and they talk about a one-on-one game between Kobe and J.R. Ryder. Mm-hmm. That Kobe like absolutely kills this dude in to the point that Jr. wanted to fight everybody on the team. Man. Like, I yeah. wish they used like I wish Snapchat was around for that. They'd be like, Yo, I was about Kobe to say that. Yeah. Jr. about to go one on one. Like, fam, yeah. could you imagine seeing a Snapchat of this dude getting embarrassed, vying yeah. to this dude getting dunked on in practice? Classic moment, man. Classic moment. And, Kobe and Jr. Ryder was not a scrub. By any nah, stretch of nah. imagination, like this dude was a twenty point scorer in the league, put up numbers. Yeah, but Kobe took his soul that night. That night in practice, <laughs> Kobe took his soul, and Jr. was out the league soon after. Yeah, the Mamba man. Shout out to the Black yeah. Mamba man. All love from two tones, man. No slander, somewhat, but not word. Salute not to primarily. the Mamba. Shout out to the Mamba man. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. So shout out to Kobe. Shout out to the Warriors, man. Historic night. Y'all enjoy that. Um, I know a lot of word. the. Yeah, yeah. So. Since we're so we're done Coast. with the basketball talk. Yeah, man. About 15 minutes and we're done with the basketball talk. So, <laughs> all your fans, yeah, we'll leave a note. You can skip to the 15-minute mark if you want to skip the yeah. basketball talk. <laughs> but whatever. Yeah, man. Um, so, let's talk about some music, man. Um, let's do it. God Over Money's newest sign-in, Seven, dropped an album called Purple Heart. Yeah, man. Uh, let's, spell let's S-E-V-I-N. Seven. Um... Seven is a lyricist from the West Coast. I, I forgot what Word. city exactly. L.A., right? I don't think he's L.A. I want to say he's like... Oakland? In the Bay. I want to say Bay? he's Bay Area. He's somewhere Bay Area, yeah. I want, I want to say that, but I'd have to check. Yeah, but this is... Cali for sure. Like, you can hear the Cali in his voice. Definitely, no yeah. He's tatted up, purple, hog mog. You know, hog mob, I'm sorry. Um, I said hog mog. <laughs> it's like I'm eating hog mugs and chilling. Yeah, but hog mob... 
Um, definitely, you know, he's recently signed the God of Money, but he released hella projects before signing with him. Um, and I'll say this, this is my introduction to Seven. This is the first project I checked from him, and I'm definitely going to want to check out his older projects. Yeah, this is the first project, but my first time was the verse on This Ain't Love on Bizzle's record. Yeah, that's the the first time I heard him too. Yeah, that verse was insane. That's not the first time I heard him. I heard him on one of Bizzle's mixtapes. I think they did. I think he was on the uh, Beamer, Benz, or Bentley joint. Yeah, I think he was. When they crushed that real quick. But yeah. So the first time I heard him was by association to Bizzle and obviously signed to Bizzle now. Um, Yeah, man. Dope move. That roster, side note, that guy that won the roster is just insane. Like, lyrically. Ain't nobody really seen it. Selah bumps Bizzle. Bizzle. And they have flow. I don't Crazy. have with that situation, but they would have kept them good. Like, Yo, come on, bro. I don't know happened to flow, but uh, that's yeah, neither here nor there. You know, um, uh, but yeah, the roster, the artillery is just on point. But seven man, dope artist from the West Coast, lyrical dude, very lyrical. Um, I like the album. I didn't get it primarily enough time to listen to it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, he got some joints up there. The production sounds on point because that God of a Money yes. budget is definitely bigger. Um, yeah, word. He has. I, I got to the record with him dating and uh, Bizzle. I forgot the name of that song. What's the name of that record? I'm with, with it. Him? It's called I'm, I'm with, with it. it. Yeah, that's probably my favorite song up there. Um, like I so, said, lyrically, lyrics are there. <laughs> yeah. Lyrics are there. Production is there. He's great with stories, too. That's another song yeah. in the beginning. Underrated, I think, on that. Yes. Like, not even underrated. I won't even say that because obviously it's my introduction, but, you know, great storyteller. No, he is great underrated. storyteller. Yeah. Well, I mean... Nah, yeah, he is. Great bro. story. Okay, great storyteller. Underrated, great storyteller. Like the way, like <laughs> there's a song called "Back to You." Mm-hmm. That joint's crazy. You just got, yeah. you got to check it out. I love the sample um, up there also. And for those of you who's, uh, well, it's funny because he has a uh, explicit on the album, right? He's quote unquote. I was like, huh? I was like, they must have got this wrong. Then I heard the album. I was like, oh, word. <laughs> now he dropped a nigga here and there and probably a couple of dams. I don't know. But yeah. he's a uh, Christian. I don't know if he's a Christian rapper. I don't know if he called himself that. Because he, he has some CCM songs. He has songs he's actually singing worship songs up here, right? But yes, looking at Seven. one moment. Right. But looking at Seven, he's tatted up, bandanas. Yeah, you, think, you would think like, this dude banging. <laughs> you, yo, it, let me shout out to, um. you heard Time Ago, right? The first trip yeah. with Bizzle. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Eric C., Time that dude was flowing, huh? Time goes hard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was flowing like freaking bone thugs, man. Yeah, I threw the gemstones for a minute. I said, hold up, like, <laughs> yo, Eric gemstones C. needs to get on God over money, straight up. That that won't be fair. That would not be fair at all, like, bro. I don't, I don't care about fair right now. I just want to. I just want to see stones and Voss officially. It's out the Voss periscope, God. Yeah, um, word. Shout out to Voss's periscopes. Love his joints. He stay on the scope. He can have two or three guys that he don't care. That he's still going to Periscope. But um, <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, yeah. But collectively, like you got more you want to say on the album because I'm freshly. I just listened to it. like I, I think Monday. I just got uh, a chance yeah. to listen to the album. I didn't really get into it yet, but I know mm-hmm. Seven's work and I know his lyrical uh, ability and I know like the production he's on. Like it sounds really good. I love the storytelling. Um, Time goes probably my favorite record along with yeah. um the record with uh, all of them on it. But it's really dope. Uh, concept album um, like mm-hmm. I said check out 7 a heart for the lord man a real about what he's saying and he's you know and in his music you can tell the apparent struggles and apparent you know passions he has when he's rapping so I rock with him man the album's called Purple Heart 
and um, Spotify. Yeah, I would, I'm, Go ahead. I'm gonna point out a few songs I think you should check out. Um, check okay. out "Back to You." Check out Zion with Bizzle and Voss. Check out YOLO with Dayton. Um, yeah, yeah. Check out Purple Heart. Check out Time Go. Check out Surrender. Yeah, man. And these are, this is just like a a brief review on it because, like I said, I didn't really get I, into it. And, and generally, I say check out the whole project because I've been bumping this project daily since yeah, Friday, so- obviously. But, yeah, like, this joint is hard. He's really dope, bro. Like, I had people not even of the faith hear his music. Not this album, but his music in general. Yeah. They told me. Like, yeah, I was thinking crazy. He had a line. He was like, I spent time in jail for niggas and they never sent me a kite. I was like, yo. Like, I really... Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Now, Seven G-O- about that... Yeah, he used to be about that life and he's still about the life, but it's for the Lord now. Like, he got a real story. <laughs> like, niggas is really out here. Like, he got a, he's passionate about what he does and about the mission. So, I rock on him. Shout out to Seven. And I, I started, like... Honestly, I had heard, you know, him on some verses on Bizzle stuff, but I, mm-hmm. I watched it or I listened to an interview with him uh, on DJ Wade O's show. And, like, I was just like, yo, this dude is mad genuine about this mission. And, like, it was just very no-nonsense. I just got, like, a very serious tone from him. And I was like, yo, I respect that. I really, I really rock with this dude for that. So... I'm definitely going to check out some more projects. Yeah, man. So, y'all check that out. And shout out to Seven, man. Um, Hopefully, we can get him on the show. We haven't had an artist spotlight series yet this year. And I can keep telling y'all I'm going to get somebody. And, and it's coming. Don't get me wrong. It's coming. Well, and um, we're going to try to come at different angles from y'all. It's, it's not just rappers and musicians we want to get. You know, we want politicians. Mm-hmm. We want, you know, community leaders. We want writers. You know, we all that. We try to get all of them in the show. Um. Word. So yeah, man. And since we're in the lane of music, right, and talking about great artistry or whatever, um, and the West Coast, and the West Coast, uh, <laughs> Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, NWA got inducted. There's was some it was some backlash from Gene Simmons, you know, um, leader of Kiss, Kiss. Lisa, yeah, Kiss, Kiss leader. Um, his thing it was you know why NWA being dug into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? They're rappers. They just talk. They're not rock and roll. There's no. Uh, Rap Hall of Fame, and if it was, I guarantee you Led Zeppelin wouldn't be in it. So, whole backlash about Gene Simmons. Uh, I'm sorry, Gene Simmons having about NWA being inducted into the Hall of Fame, him ice cubing back and forth. Um, what is your take on that, man? Like, what's your take on that? You know, I know what I'm going to say on it, and it's going to be kind of ig- ignorant, so I'm going to let you go first. <laughs> he ain't saying nothing about NWA get. I mean, uh, NWA, Run DMC getting inducted. I think did he did. He? No, he, he brought them oh, up. Yeah. He was like, Run DMC, Cool Hurt, whatever, Grandmaster Flash, these guys only talk. That's not rock and roll about them. Why are they here? Like, it was just a bunch of stuff. Like, why are you putting rappers in a rock and roll hall of fame? I you mean, know. he didn't say it when they first... They got inducted last year. He didn't say it then. So, I mean, yeah. why bring it up now? Um, what, you trying to get some more tours or something? I don't know. Not only... Not only that, right, but because these rappers are coming in the rock and roll hall of fame, they're making them more relevant because rock and roll is... It's dead already. We know that, right? But yeah. these inductees, these inductees, whatever, that the rap inductees, they're making, they're they're bringing the viewership up, right? People are watching because of them. Nobody cares about rock and roll. Like, obviously, you got the old heads, and you got some great artists out there we still listen to. Nirvana, you know, Black Sabbath, Led Zeppelin, Rolling Stones. We still listen every now and then. Far Rockers out there, right? But, mm-hmm. my nigga, how are you going to make a judgment or assumption about rappers getting inducted into a genre 
that white people took over and that were created originally by blacks. You can't <laughs> like like Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, right? I get his, I get his, I get his stance. I get what he's saying, but you're mad that hip hop is coming to a genre that y'all stole for the most part from the same people who created and who's rocking hip hop. Like I, I, I don't get it, right? But mm-hmm. if there was a rap Hall of Fame, Red, uh, Red Zeppelin, Led Zeppelin, Rolling Stones, they might not get into there. But I think the criteria in a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is based on the lifestyle. Rather than act the actual music and some people, because the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame just changed the name then, because you got rappers in there, you got singer. I think uh, some pop singers in there. It ain't just I rappers mean, that's in there. It should really just of, be a music Hall of Fame. Yeah, exactly. Change your name to Music Hall of Fame, because you call it the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and you got these quote unquote non Rock and Roll people coming in. You get mad. Rock and Roll is dead. You can't induct more newer people because the genres, damn, they're dead. Right, so like, <laughs> so like, knock it off, and it's a genre that white people took over and stole, and they claimed it. But you're mad, like, come on, how do you sound? Ain't even Chuck Berry and El, like, come on, Elvis took it from, like, come on, come on, are we, are we being serious uh. here? <laughs> like, are they in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, the originators? You know, blacks created this genre as well as jazz and these other genres that get taken over and reclaimed. Then you get mad and want to be a gatekeeper. You can't come in here. You didn't even create that. We created that. My nigga, knock it off. Right? I mean, but back to... think about America. I come over here, take it from people, put up fences. Y'all can't come in here. Huh? That's that's all they do. They were doing that for him. He's that, just being just... a good American, a good a good uh, Donald Trump American. Yeah, man. If it wasn't for, like, NWA and all that, y'all, nobody would be watching. Like, who wants to see a... Uh, come on. Right? And, and NWA yeah. was rock and roll in a way. We're talking like lifestyle. We're talking music. Yeah, and lifestyle they definitely were rock and roll. <laughs> they were rock and roll. Like, come on. This so like two tone. Say nah. Yeah, like James Simmons. Sit down, bro. bro. Straight out of Compton moment. Yeah, like knock it <laughs> off. Like, so that whole thing, man. But that brings the point I want to talk about also. Where should there be a rap Hall of Fame? Obviously, yes. There should be a hip hop yes. Hall of Fame. And if there's gonna be one, well, I think it's. it's it's kind of obvious that who should be in there, but like, yeah, if we start it today, like, let's, let's go back and forth. We throw some names out there and we'll talk about them. We'll debate them a okay. little bit. All right, I'm throwing out the the no doubters. All right, and there's only, there's a few people that I'm leaving out only because they still active, mm-hmm. like super active. So I won't say like a Jay or a Nas because they still around, still making music. But right. for people well, who's I mean, okay. but for people no, no, who's, okay. Okay. who's okay. like their relevancy in hip hop is either dead or they are dead, mm-hmm. we'll go like this: Big Pac, N.W.A. No doubt. Okay. All of no them. No doubt. Man. I'm gonna Big go L. Cool J with that class. Okay. What uh, I, the old heads obviously the old heads. yeah. Grandmaster Flash, you know, Cool Herc. Yeah. We Big L, Grandmaster Flash, and Furious Five. Nah, I'm not putting Big L in. Sorry. Why not? What's the cri- hold up? What's the criteria of getting in? Because okay, so what's the criteria? Because we need to know the criteria of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Maybe because is it a classic album? Is it a, a platinum album? Is it Impact? What's I the mean, criteria? Because there's different. Because think about a Red Man, Method Man. If we put Big L, and I, I'm not saying not in ever. I'm saying like if we making a hypothetical first class. Oh, okay. I'm okay. not putting okay. Big L in in the first class. Okay, first class. Okay, then I got you. You can get in, but okay. I'm not putting him in first class. Right, first class. The first class got to be like your definite, like, 
if right, you, right. If you were to introduce into hip hop, these would be the people you would hear. Yeah, or LL Pop these, Big. Or, with, or without these people, we don't have the genre of hip hop. The Snoop in Not on first class. No? Snoop? Nah. Nah. Nah, nah I'd agree. He, he has segment. I would what? even put Jay and Nas first class. I know you're trying to go with people that's not rapping now, but realistically, if we starting it today, it's starting I mean, today, my right. nigga. Put them in. Like, so if we're going, if we're going to include people that are still rapping, then we got to do Jay, Nas, and Snoop. Yeah. Puff got to go in. Of course, Puff got to go in. Like, yeah, Puff. Uh, so are we, we putting Puff, executives? Jay, we... Nas, Snoop, Big, Pac, N.W.A. And I'm not putting Dr. Dre in right now because NWA is going in as a group. Okay, so we gotta I would put want Dr. Dre to have two separate inductions, not be we ha- lumped together. We have to put Dilla. We have to put DJ Premier. You know. Okay, Dilla right? Premier. Yeah, so it's it's a couple of names you're gonna put in there. We and, have um, nine now. We will we going to fifteen? Yeah, yeah, we're gonna do fifteen. We had nine now. Um, All right. So, so wait when, a minute. Should we do uh, like a certain amount of MCs, a certain amount of producers, and then a certain amount of execs? Because I'm putting Puff in as an exec, not as an artist. I'm just putting him as overall like everything. But I, because like think about like how with the NBA Hall of Fame, Yao Ming is like they wanted to put Yao Ming in as a contributor, not as a player, but he wanted the player, so they gave it to him. Yeah. So they have different wings, like you have the contributors, you have the coaches' wing, you got the players' wing, you got the executives' wing. So you could do okay. it like that. Well, let's just pick fifteen that we know producer, executive, period. Like just collectively put fifteen in any class, like just period. Like the producers, everything, everybody included, and just that we know from without a shadow of a doubt, like that's they're going in. Just fifteen, period, and all the execs and producers. All we right, break that down on the episode. Heavy D. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's ten. That's ten, right? We got leave. Yeah, that makes number ten. Okay. Um, I don't think I said Rakim yet. No, you Rakim didn't. That's eleven. Go Rakim Big gotta Dad go King. in. That's twelve. Yeah. So now it's getting tight. Female wrestlers. Come on, Kim, Foxy, who? Exactly. Lauren Hill, Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah, Lauren Hill. That's fourteen. <laughs> All right. Now look. See, we got Jay Nas and Snoop in. See, this is why I didn't want to put them in yet. No, no. Okay, I get it, but we talking about today. Listen, it's only 15 people ever to put in. One more person, man. Queen, we got We got to put in Ice-T. Yeah. Without Ice-T, there's no NWA. You got to put in Ice-T. But then you got Outkast. You got... So, obviously, obviously. Exactly. Wu-Tang. And before Outkast, you got the Ghetto Boys. Yeah. You got man. Yeah, Wu Tang Clan. E forty. Like you gotta yeah. Word. I mean this is going for days. Too short. Yeah, this this is going for days, obviously. Um Word. this but, might have to be another episode. We might have to do that. And just go through names and debate whether they in or out. Yeah, man. I, I definitely think there should be a rap hall of fame. Um I guess you gotta make your own now. Not just because they gotta rock and roll and we gotta separate ourselves, but just period. We need a rap hall of fame. Like it just needs and to be I done. Mean, like And I think it needs to be done. I mean, at this point, the industry's already infiltrated, so, you know, you're going to have some other voices involved in the process, but we got to start building infrastructure. And when I say we, I mean black people, yes. Got to start building infrastructures for the things we create so that yeah, we can and moderate this stuff. 
so that and, we don't have so we don't have someone like a Gene Simmons being like, nah, why they in? Like yeah. I know we'll be hot if Macklemore in fifty years is like, nope, why they in the the hip hop hall of fame, huh? Yeah, what what? But looking back, <laughs> listen, all the other genres was getting scared when they took over jazz, they took over rock. <laughs> nah, I'm exactly. Not, that, that but, exactly. But yeah, yeah, but you're right. We need some in house, man. Um, but that's definitely well, key, man. So y'all hit us up on Twitter, man. Who y'all think should be in? Nobody, we anyone we didn't name that y'all think. Well, shout out that will be inside the uh, Hall of Fame, and, rap Hall of Fame. Let me know, and man. And if you do a group, if you do a group, member can't be like uh, on this first ballot, of course. The member, individual members, don't get inducted if the group is getting inducted. True. Just to keep true. it. So just like we had the NWA Dre thing. NWA yeah. has to go in, so Dre gotta wait as a solo artist and producer. Yeah, man. So we gonna y'all give us y'all opinions and the people y'all think should be in there. We'll get that Hall of Fame episode up quite soon, hopefully. You know, and I make my own NHG Hall of Fame with Twitter people, celebrities, and everybody else. Like, <laughs> yo, I really you know who, you know who's going in that producer wing, right? Who? Just Blaze. Of course, like it's. Just Blaze is a legend. Like niggas, I don't think he get the, the credit that's really due. Like he's really, really, yeah. But spent too much time on that. Um, Word. Let's get into this. This uh, the sad news. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, New Orleans Saint, former New Orleans Saint, Will Smith, not the actor Will Smith, but the football player, uh, was involved in a car accident this past weekend, and in an act of road rage, was killed. Um, in the aftermath during an argument that ensued. Um, yeah, man, let's, let's talk about, you know, let's talk about it. Yeah, man, a uh, sad situation happened in New Orleans, I believe. Um, definitely, guy, prayers and condolences to his family. And definitely, everyone man. involved, actually. Not definitely, just his family, man. but everyone's family involved in this situation. Because not only did Will Smith's family lose their son, their brother, their uncle, but whoever... I don't remember the shooter's name, but their family's going to lose someone that was important to them too over something that could have been avoided. Yeah, man. Um, sad situation. Um, happened in New Orleans. Um, I believe, like they were saying, the guy, I don't know if it was like a, a road incident, a fender bender, something happened, got out, shot him. And allegedly they were saying he was he was aiming for the cop or trying to go after the cop that quote-unquote killed his brother a few years back. Not exactly Will Smith, but Will Smith happened to be with the cop, and I guess he got Will Smith instead. I don't know the true story. That's what some people say. But either way, Will Smith is dead, right? And that's the more important subject here. And um, yeah, man, sad situation. And it could have been avoided. It definitely is... could have been avoided. Um, I hear it's over road rage or something similar to that aspect. Like it was like a, a incident on the road. They stopped. Now I don't, I don't know the whole thing in its entirety, but I believe he got out. You know, and I don't know if he, yeah, he killed the man. Um, sad situation, man. Um, as you said, I praised it with the family, you know, and that reminded me, you know, and it kept got me to think about as people, as humans on this earth, right? And primarily with road rage, but life in general, how we react and how we choose to present ourselves in certain situations, and how does that affect the outcome of the situation, right? Um, mm-hmm. so I'll let you expound on that further before we go into like, uh, the personal situations and everything. Unless you want to just go straight into that. Wait, say that again? Sorry. <laughs> so I'll, let you exp- I'll let you expound on that further about, you know, applying that to everyday life unless you want to continue in the Will Smith situation. I mean, it's all related. Yeah, yeah. But- I mean, let's let's move on to the broader subject. Um, 
Yeah. Like, there's just so many things in life that happen mm-hmm. um, that are unfortunate that could be avoided. And in no way am I blaming Will Smith for his death. Obviously not. Exactly. He did not shoot himself. So he, he can't be blamed. But there's just verses in the Bible, because I'm a Christian, um, that mm-hmm. come up for me when I read certain situations similar or like this. Um, and one of them is Proverbs 15.1. A soft answer turns away wrath. Right, and, right, right. You know, a lot of times in our culture, um, and when I say our, I mean black culture or hip hop culture. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a manly thing to diffuse a situation. Mm. Um, you know, a, a dude does something disrespectful to you in any way, whether it's he flipped you off, cussed you out, or just stepped on your J's. Like, nah, he got to you taking it to the tenth. You going zero to a hundred mm-hmm. to coin Drake's phrase. Like. It's, it's all out. It's like, nah, no disrespect is tolerated. And I'm not saying right. to tolerate disrespect, but we do need to learn as a culture to appropriately handle misunderstandings or even disrespect. Like, mm-hmm. there's no way, there's no way that, you know, a fender bender accident should end in a death. I don't, and I'm not saying that Will Smith's in the wrong because I wasn't there. But there's no reason that a gun should have even been pulled. Right. That wasn't an appropriate response to being the cause of an accident. Right. You know, and like I said, I don't know if he was following them and it wasn't the accident, but either way, it happened on the road, you know, and probably spiraled into that, right? But yeah, that's what you said, you know, and it's crazy because I find myself at times, and I think we're all guilty of this at times, road rage mm-hmm. is the killer. Like, listen, I get on that road and sometimes... I mean, I'm flipping birds. I'm, <laughs> I'm cursing niggas out. Like it's listen, it's serious on that roll sometimes. But I have to remind yeah. myself, I'm not, I'm not beat for getting out the. I'm not those types that get out the car and you know hands out the window. Pull over, pull over, so I can knock you. The, I'm not that type. Yeah. But listen, <laughs> pull up, like Jersey. <laughs> pull up, nah, nigga. Yo, I know I can people see you who do that. that. Out your car, dog. Pull up, I, no. Jersey. <laughs> nah, I'm definitely not, I'm not doing it over here. <laughs> but it's it's people that do that that I know, and I know people who told me people they relate to that do that, and they get out fight and all that. I know mm-hmm. not just this situation, but there's been plenty of situations. People have followed people doing road rage and killed them and shot them when they parked. Yeah, like they followed them. Absolutely. Like so, and that's just off road rage, off you cutting somebody off. And don't get yeah, me wrong, and it's like. Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, people drive really dumb and crazy out there. It gets on my nerves, right? My nerves. It, it really does. Yeah. And I have to learn patience when driving. We all got to do. We all got to be patient at times. Sometimes we're very impatient. And God is working on me with that, right? Um, and So, yes, I find myself acting crazy and getting mad at the road sometimes. But sometimes I, I bring it in. I calm myself like, you know what? It's not even worth it. Just be patient. I'm going to be at the light. I'm going to be what I got to get to soon. Like, it's not that serious. Because in, in one sense, I kind of get back what I'm saying because your life is in danger. Somebody driving crazy, you're in your car, your life and your car is in danger, right? There's a lot of liabilities. But the other mm-hmm. hand, it's not really that serious. You know what I mean? It's really not. And it, and like you said, if what we do in a situation affects the outcome at times. You know, a soft answer, you know, just ignoring something and just continuing to go, continuing to go on the road will probably deflect 
Word. Hella danger coming to you. You know, like, and it might not. Like, so, I, but go ahead. Yeah, like, you know, dude say something disrespectful, like, to whoever, whether it be your lady, your mother, whatever, like, you have to pull up on dude? Like, and I'm not saying that that's okay. Clearly not. From the car? Like, if he... No, I mean, y'all mean, be walking down the street, whatever, anywhere. Or like, sure they, like, yo, I hit that, no, and you be like, who? I mean, anything disrespectful that you deem anything. disrespectful. But is okay. it worth, you know, causing an altercation, risking yourself being locked up, killed, whatever? Like, is it yeah, really I'm worth th- that? I think that's where wisdom and self-control comes into play. And also, I don't think you really know what you're going to do until you're in that situation. We all can say... I'm, I ain't going to be nothing. I'm going to be a man of God or a foot pad. I'm going to knock yeah, him out. That nigga going to get it. But until you're in that situation, you don't know how you're going to react. However, if your mind is trained a certain way and you carry yourself with a certain, you know, uh, poise, it's like it's, it's different. You know, yeah. you might not react that way. And sometimes you got to think in a situation. And I think that's one of the – I look up to people who are able to do that, you know, at and times. Sometimes, really it's just, sometimes it's just better for you to bite your own tongue. You got to bite the bullet. You got to bite the bullet at like, times. It ain't about being funny. a punk. Because, like, you never know who you're talking to, what they have, where they're going to go with it. Like, you could, somebody cut you off in traffic and you start cussing them out. Like, you never know. They might just be like, oh, I'm about to shoot you. Forget it. Like, and it wasn't worth that for somebody cutting you off in traffic. Nothing is worth me getting shot. Sorry. You don't know what, you don't know how they, they went. They're probably ready to shoot and kill, ready to take themselves out. So yeah. one little BPP, move over, mother. You know what? I got you, and they'll follow you. I heard stories of this. I've seen stories like, it's, and not just a road rage incident, but in period. Sometimes you gotta bite the bullet. Like you know what? I'm gonna just mm-hmm. keep quiet and fall back. You know, and I'm not a fight at all by any means. But I, <laughs> I'm going to defend myself. You get, you get what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm a lover. You know what I mean? I'm a joke. I clown. I'm a joke to death. Tony always got the jokes, but I'm going to defend uh... myself. <laughs> When you talking crazy to me, all right, all right, you cool. I'm, I'm going to tie the dirt off as a joke. All right, you crazy, man. Get out of here. Huh? But when you keep going, I got to really bite the bullet. And I debate a lot. People who know me, know me, right? <laughs> but listen, it's hard sometimes. But sometimes I got to bite that bullet and fall back. You know what, man? You got it. Niggas at work tried me before. You know what? At the vending machine, you know, I do candy, whatever. I'm like, all right, you know what? Uh, you got it. I, you know what? You got it. Because I ain't trying, number one, I'm trying to carry myself better. You know, my character. And only that. But it's like, it's not worth it. You know? You might, like you said, you acting a certain way. Oh boy, you got a knife in his pocket or a shank. Not only that, but yeah, yeah, it's serious. I, mean, I don't put my medical business out there. Got my head trauma and everything, but I can't really get in too much. Period. You know what I mean? Because of what I, my medical condition. But it's like, yeah, it's serious, man. And it's very important to carry yourself because, like you said, how you carry yourself in that situation can greatly dictate the outcome. You know, I, and I found myself in situations on the flip side. They coming all crazy and, and me, and I'm like, and I'm like, hold on, hold up, chill. Like, let's just talk about this. And then it's turned to something even greater. Like, we cool, we buddies after that. You know what I mean? So, how you carry yourself is very important. A soft answer turns away wrath, man. You barking real loud at niggas, and you just, yo, I don't give a, I'm from here, Nate, whatever. And they're like, hold up, they gonna they gonna come at you with that same static. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, they coming at you with the same static. But you come at me like, yo, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me talk to you real quick. Let me. Sometimes you gotta bring niggas in the corner. I never done this, but I heard this. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta just bring niggas over there and talk to them like, yo, hold on, hold on. Just listen, it's not that serious. Man. Like, we don't want this to happen. Neither one of us wants this to happen. You know what I mean? Like, so it's very important, man. That's very important. Mm. 
Definitely, man. And it's, yeah. It, it and just applies across the board, period. Like Period. A lot of niggas like to bark. situation. Just yeah. Take a second. Just pause and take a second to think about what your reaction, what you want your reaction to be in that moment. What's the bet? What's a better reaction, and what are the outcomes of your reactions? Yeah, like, cause we getting older, man. No one ain't trying to die. No one ain't trying to fight, hurt myself over a little incident. No, it can't get there. Now you putting your hands on me or my or family, Tony, somebody I know. Tony ain't trying to throw his back out. <laughs> <laughs> He ain't trying no, to hurt his not... knee again so he can whip and nene on the crutches. Like, that's nah. not what's up. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I was definitely uh, whipping and all that on the crutches early for my video on Instagram. But now, like, yeah, you got to, yeah, it's just how you carry yourself. A lot of people like to act differently from crowds of people. Like, you know, I ain't no punk. No, sometimes you got to act like a punk. Not like acting like a punk and be all scared, but sometimes, you know what? You got that. Like, I ain't even going, I don't even want it. Like, not that I'm scared of you. I don't want it. Like, I don't want to do that. Neither one of us want to get hurt. Look, my man, listen. You don't want to get hurt, and I don't want to get hurt. Let's just be real. Why are we doing this? So what, man? Huh? And sometimes niggas be airheads, and like, like they, they just too much. Not just guys, but women. And it's just like, dude, calm down. It's not that serious. You got this generation. You you, you have roll rage. You're in front of somebody. I mean, somebody blew camera out. Everybody got camera phones and want a world star moment now. Yeah, so world you really star. You really don't know who you dealing with. Like. Yeah, they they probably got a baseball bat in their hand. I, I seen people catch seizures and strokes while fighting, like getting slammed so hard. Absolutely. I'm like, that's that's not nothing funny at all. I mean, that's not. That's not. So like, yeah, I'm not about that at all. I'm gonna try to love on you, like show love, respect, trying to approach the situation right, you know. But if you keep talking crazy. I'm gonna try to throw a couple jokes in there, soften it up. Keep talking crazy. We gonna have to just <laughs> fall back. <laughs> I'm at, you know what? I'm a man of God. I don't even want that smoke. I'm a man of God. I don't want that. And if you're if you somebody's friend, don't gas the situation and put your friend in a predicament where they feel like they gotta show out. Yeah, man. Cause we grown, man. Time out for all. Like, don't, don't don't let them say that to you. Play the you gonna let them say that? Like for real. Yeah, it's times are crazy, man. People getting shot. Girls, women are getting shot for not giving men their numbers. That's how, and that's not even. That's just a side note. Like, so they're getting shot and beat up for not giving a man their number. Yeah, dude's gotta Matt, learn to handle rejection. Hold that L. Like, yeah, and that's, yeah, they definitely do, man. Handle rejection, whether it's the DMs or whether it's real life. You have to learn how to handle rejection. Dude's period. Be Don't be going to screen and uh, that's why I know why I want you anyway. You, yeah, hey, that's the fair line. You ugly anyway. Oh, she was ugly when you approached her, though. But she's she just so happened that split second. Up in them DMs talking about, I like, you know, you take real nice pictures. She went ugly then. Yeah, man. It's dudes gotta handle rejection better. But I, so I don't blame women sometimes. They feel threatened. Like sometimes they have to give them a number or a fake number just because because dudes are so crazy here. Men are crazy, man. And people are crazy. But but yeah, man, back to the situation. Um we gotta have self control, man, and self discipline and handle ourselves better. You know, um the same you at twenty one or twenty, you know, at nineteen definitely shouldn't be the same you 20, your mid 20s, you know, late 30s, whatever. Like, it's, you, should, you should mature, man. Um, there's definitely maturation and uh, progress going on in your life, you know, and the way how you react to those things. Because it's not in a game out here, man. People want to be all cool, like you said, in the technology era and want to throw something on the gram. You could be the one getting slumped. And it's so funny. It's, <laughs> those videos are bullying. <laughs> it's not funny. But like, when the 
bully gets beat up from the quiet person. It's like, dude, you shouldn't be messing with him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like sometimes you gotta lay back and fall back. So that's a side note. But but yeah, very serious topic, man. Self control is definitely key. Um, discipline. And sometimes you gotta bite the bullet, man. Sometimes you gotta say no. Like I'm not about that. Try your best to defuse the situation because it's serious out here, man. And that's road rage. I know a lot of y'all got road rage out there. I don't got to Y'all only got to tell me because I know I do. As a driver, you know, if you don't drive, you catch the bus, you got bus rage. I don't know, scooter rage. But it's real, man. <laughs> Oh, you got hoverboard rage. <laughs> but, yo, yeah, man. I'm out. I'm out. But, yeah, man. Another episode of Two Tones. We here. We out. Hit us up on Instagram, on the timeline, and interact with us. Squad, peace. We out. Peace. Stop that road rage. One.